how are you? Um, welcome back to God's Children Podcast, or if you're on my YouTube channel, A Child of God. Hi, it's me. I'm Dora. I'm back. Okay, so I bet y'all didn't expect me to come back. I bet y'all thought I was going to ghost again for another month, but I'm here. My fan is working because it's really hot, and if it's loud, I'm sorry. I can't do anything about that. You're just going to have to deal with the noise. So today's topic... We will be talking about mental health in the church. I know, I know, I feel like I talk about mental health a lot, but it's because that's the num- my number one struggle, and um, I feel like it's, I mean, I feel like the topic has been more open in the church. I feel like we've gone better about talking about mental health in the church, but I feel like we still have a long, I mean, we have a, in general, we have a long way to go when it comes to everything. The church isn't perfect. In general, I feel like mental health in the ch- in the church is very taboo, or at least it used to be. Now, not so much, but for a long time, it's like if you're a Christian, then you should not be dealing with depression or anxiety. If you're a Christian, then if you deal with like mental health, or you're depressed, or anxious, or you deal with obs- um, obsessive thoughts and etc., it's like there's an issue with you, or like you're not praying enough, you're not reading your word enough, you're not communing enough, you're not fellowshipping enough. It's like there's something wrong with you. Like you, your relationship with God is not as strong, you know. Which it could be a reason for your deteriorating mental health, as it was for me. But I feel like a lot of times when it comes with mental health in the church, we put blame on people for not trying enough and that can be very discouraging and make the person feel even more depressed and even more at loss and feel even more tired because personally for me two years ago back in seventh grade i mean in 10th grade i came to my parents uh, specifically my mom i was going through a really hard hard depressive episode like i usually do and i came up to her and i was like I was crying, bawling my eyes out, and I just needed help. I just needed resources, resources, resources. I needed assistance. I needed a helping hand, and all she really did was like tell me to pray more, and that I need to go to church and I need to seek God. And it, I, although I understand where she was coming from, and I appreciate the fact that in my darkest times she was pointing me to Christ. At that moment, I just needed someone to hug me and to tell me that everything was okay. I needed a, another human being telling me that I like I was going to be fine. But instead, I was approached with like Bible verses and motivational speeches. And I understand, but that approach can be very dismissive and it can also like completely eliminate the person's experience. It completely eliminated my experience. It made me feel like I was crazy, like I was insane, like what was wrong with me you know when she said that to me um i dismissed my own feelings and my own emotions and in some and in some sense i felt like i overreacted so instead of like actually getting maybe counseling um you know um i just stayed depressed pretty much and also they also kind of made me feel weird like my parents they made me feel kind of weird about feeling my feelings and till this day i don't really tell them about what i go through honestly and they don't know the extent of it even when like um this one time i was writing an essay for my university um it's like a almost like a it's a personal essay pretty much and i kind of talked about my hardships and what i've overcame and everything 
and my mom she proofread it and she almost cried because she didn't know that I was going through it that bad and that's really that makes me sad because it's like I want to talk to you I want to tell you these things but I feel like if I do you might just tell me to pray more or read my bible more when it's like I get it no the prayer is powerful the word is good like every time I read my word I feel refreshed I feel good but it's like in that time in that pit like I need I just need someone to tell me it's gonna be okay I need a hug I need another human talking to me as another human you know and when you just jump straight to scripture you dismiss someone else's whole emotions and experiences and it makes you feel at the end of the day more weak and especially when you tell them to try harder it's like bro don't you think I've tried enough I've tried so hard like especially at that time too I was was trying so hard to like live (laughs) like from reading books from doing my own research seeking help on the internet like eating healthier working out you know being more organized waking up at five in the morning all this typical guru stuff like 12 steps on having the best life like I was trying all that and I was still depressed like don't you think I've been trying like hello I wouldn't be coming to you if I haven't tried everything and I was like I'm my end like am I like my last straw you know so it just feels very discouraging when you're you are telling someone that's already dealing with a lot telling someone that's at their what's end to just try harder because they've already done it and it can feel like exhausting so yeah but when i came to christ like in the first couple months of me coming to christ i did like i did not feel that much depression or anxiety honestly i felt actually pretty good mentally i was at peace but eventually the storms of life kept on hitting me they you know the enemy wants to see me fail and um depression hits i personally have always struggled with depression anxiety yes but honestly like i don't have like i don't have anxiety like at all like ever since i've i've come i've came to christ um i feel like i've been more confident in just like who i am and in life and i really don't worry or stress i don't even care about anything anymore um yeah but a uh, depression definitely depression depression i feel like it's just gotten worse uh so like i've said this multiple times when i came to christ i was happy and then like you know joy peace all that stuff you know when you're first new fresh into christ you're just like on fire for the lord and then um summer came and that was a great time and then school 12th grade started and that's when everything went downhill and i got majorly depressed majorly depressed and ever since it's been an up and down cycle of just depressive episode and like a couple of months or a couple of weeks of joy and then depressive episode a couple of months a couple of weeks of joy and etc it's like the same cycle going on and on and on and on and that's honestly what i've been experiencing ever since like september of, of 2020 and i've always been afraid to be raw in that sense i feel like i've i've been open about you guys when it come to my when it has come to my depression anxiety depression mental health etc but i feel like i've never told people that like i've still struggled majorly with depression even in my christian walk and there were times where things were not okay for months for months and for weeks and at that point what can you do right at that point you feel so powerless and you feel like 
bruh like i've 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 given everything to christ i've surrendered everything i've repented i've turned away from my sins i've picked up my cross and followed christ i'm consistent in my word i read the bible i pray every day i worship i only listen to um christian music um i am distancing myself from those people that god has been telling me i've been doing all the right things why do i still wake up in the morning and i already feel so tired why and it was getting to a point where i was just like i'm i'm not happy like i'm i I like wasn't i wasn't and i didn't know why like because i was still like doing doing the good things quote unquote and i wasn't happy and the thing is i can't even cap like in those moments and those cycles of depression i had pits and times dips and times where i was happy where i felt the joy and the peace of the lord but it's like that only lasted for a short amount of time and then suddenly a depression wave would come and it's like why why in those moments where you feel so at peace and happy in god you just wish that could last forever but you live on this earth and this earth is unpredictable and stuff happens that is out of your control and it just messes you up completely and i think the pandemic and the rona really played a role into that um i don't mind being alone i really don't mind spending time with myself but i think what really messed me up is when actually i'll get into it later i'll get into it later so yeah i've always dealt with cycles of deep deep depression and in those hard times and those hard moments i would cry out to god I would surrender, I would cry out to God, and I would just seek Him in everything. And I would just try so, so hard to trust in Him, trust in the process, and have faith in Him. And that's all I could really do, because if it wasn't for that, then I don't know how else I would live. Like, if it wasn't for God, and the fact that in my darkest, darkest times, I seeked Him, then I don't think I would be alive right now. And I'm going to be saying that, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be real with y'all I don't think that I would be alive right now and it's kind of really sad to say and it's hard to say but it's the truth like I I think for a while that worked I think for a while that worked for me I think in those hard moments of time you know whenever I try to seek like you know bible plans or bible verses or I would go on the I have I follow certain certain christian youtubers and channels and they would like have those motivational like 10 minute videos and i would listen to that as soon as i was i was that as soon as i would wake up in the morning because i i just didn't want to start off the day with my thoughts that were already pretty intrusive and just ruin the foundation of my day i wanted i wanted to start the day with god's promises because i i knew that i would help and it did help it did and it it worked for a while But I think it got to a point where I was just like, I was exhausted. I was exhausted because it felt like I was trying to convince myself that everything was okay when I was not. It got to a point where I felt like I was trying to, like, I knew the word of God and I knew God's promises. I knew that he will never abandon or forsake you. I knew that he is with you in the storm. I knew that he still loves you. I knew all these good things about God and about these, um, what the word says about like our hardships and our season of doubts and et cetera and et cetera and et cetera. I knew them, but I wasn't really feeling that. 
it's like I knew it but I was trying to convince myself of it instead of actually living it and believing it and there's a difference between knowing and believing like an atheist can know that I'm a Christian I believe in God but he doesn't believe in the God that I worship and and I, I feel like it got to a point where it was kind of the same thing with you know these scriptures and these bible verses like i knew what the word says about my depression my anxiety i knew what the word says about my storm about my mountain about the valleys about the desert but it's like did i believe it it was getting hard to believe maybe in the beginning um maybe the first storm maybe the first the first valley you know it was easier to believe and i did believe it genuinely but as things got harder and harder and harder it got harder to believe and I think that's the main reason why I also strayed away because it was like, I'm trying to be sufficient on the word alone and this is screwing me over. So it's like, what is the point? You know what I'm saying? But then that's when God intervenes and God never lets you down. Nope, he does not. So as I was kind of talking to myself, um, <laughs> Yeah, I talk to myself on a regular basis. So as I was having a Bible study um, with myself, I think, like, yesterday or before yesterday, and I was talking to myself, and I was thinking about God and His goodness. And I was having this reflection with myself about mental health, and I was pretty much saying what I'm saying to y'all right now. And I was thinking, like, I straight up wanted to give up so many times, and I could have given up so many times, and yet I have not. And that is, I can't even explain to you why I have not. Because if it was any other person, they would look at me right now and tell me that I'm ridiculously insane for still following Christ, considering my circumstances, considering what I've been through, considering my mental health, considering all these things. They would tell me I'm insane. But the reason why I'm still every day seeking him, I'm still surrendering, surrendering to God every day, it's not even because of me, but because of the Holy Spirit. And because of God's providence and his faithfulness. And that's where it gets you. Because above all of it, above depression, anxiety, hard times, good times, terrible times, depressing times, I can't help but remember and think of how good God is. And I think that's essentially what the church needs to remember. Okay, I'm afraid that I did not explain what I meant here um, more clearly. I'm meaning to say that battling or overcoming mental health is not about trying hard enough, but it's about remembering and surrendering to God's goodness and God's providence and God's faithfulness. And in doing that, everything will work out. Everything will fall into place. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not at fault for still facing and battling through mental health issues you just have to surrender all of that to god's feet and he'll handle it it's okay to have doubts it's okay to be depressed it's okay to feel anxious it's okay to be human because you're a human being people in the bible characters in the bible have time and time expressed feelings of depression of isolation of fear of doubt of anxiety like I was, i'm reading the book of jeremiah right now and jeremiah literally talks about at some point he talks about how he wishes he wishes he was never even born 
because of the persecution that he was facing for proclaiming God's message, God's word. And damn, I relate to Jeremiah a lot because I felt that. I felt that many, many times. And the crazy part about Jeremiah is still in that moment of depression, he still recognizes how good God is. I think, let me get my Bible, bro. A couple of verses earlier in chapter 20, verse 13, it says, Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. And then in verse 18, he says, Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? I personally think that is, that's insane. Because one second you have a man that's worshiping God and that's saying how good he is. And then the second you have a man that wishes he literally was never even born. It's so striking because Jeremiah's worship here is not an elimination of his pain and his pain is not an elimination of his worship. In a way, it kind of goes hand in hand. And that's a really, I think, in a really crazy way, beautiful like picture that's been painted there. I don't know why. I just find it really pretty and inspiring to know that we can worship in our pain and in our worship, we can also feel pain. And that's okay. But in everything, let's bring it to God. I see myself in Jeremiah, like in everything, in literally everything. And I say that this is amazing because you can see how this 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 sense of living and this will that he has to keep going, it's not dependent on him. If it was dependent on him, he, he wouldn't even be here. He, he probably would have offed himself because he doesn't want to be alive. He doesn't want to do this anymore. If it was up to Jeremiah, he would not be doing this anymore. He would have given up. He would have been done. And he even expresses these feelings of like per- confusion and conflict in verse um, 7 to kind of like 10, I think. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But in verse 9, he says something very interesting. He says, But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. He literally has the fire of God in him, telling him to keep proclaiming his good words, even though he's being persecuted and even though he's feeling deep, deep distress because of this. To me, that's an indication that Whatever mental health you are facing right now, God's strength will bring you out of it in God's strength alone. His fire will build in you and you will find a motivation to keep going to live and it will be unexplicable. So every breath that you breathe, every step that you take, remember that it's not even done by your own strength, but by God's strength. And that's why we boast in our weaknesses, because in our weakness... God is our strength. And I believe that the church has gone really, really far and has done really, really good things when it has come to mental health and we're more sensible to it. But I think um, prayer is powerful, I do. But when like, when I hear people pray about you know, how depression should leave and how anxiety will be cast away and things like that, it's encouraging. But it's like people don't understand that it's harder than just a prayer. Like, it it's really is. It really is harder. Like, if you've experienced it, you know that it's harder than just a prayer. It, you know that it's harder than just a Bible verse. Things like that help. They really do help. But even in the midst of, like, God strengthening you, 
you will still go through pain and suffering like you will and when people still go through that pain and suffering after you've prayed and after you've supposedly casted away the anxiety and depression they're gonna start to question they're gonna feel like there's something wrong with them they're gonna feel defeated and discouraged and don't get me wrong like prayer is really good and i have to put emphasis on this read your bible like if you're going through a trial right now if you're going through a really hard mental state right now be in your word constantly pray constantly seek the lord constantly he is your strength in these times of weaknesses but i think at least for me whenever i hear preachers or pastors pray to cast out anxiety depression it just brings my focus back on the anxiety and depression for me one thing that has helped me overcome mental health is it's hot it oh my gosh one thing that has helped me overcome mental health is putting back my focus on god in focusing on god i'm no longer focusing on the mountains but i'm looking at him and everything does not look, even look like a mountain anymore it looks like nice land and especially when you pray these prayers we always think that after that your depression anxiety or whatever you're facing will be cast away immediately but no it's a process and that's also something we have to remember and take into consideration like you can't just like you can't pray the gay out of someone like some i know some people think you can't pray the depression or anxiety out of someone it's not it's that's not how it works but we forget we should we should be solely sufficient on just god alone and his goodness and not some some external feeling or magical prayer like yeah god can really do that and you know revive everyone and fix everyone or whatever but how will that build our faith and how will that make us dependent on him alone you know my last podcast episode i said that god wants us to be all broken for him that's a fact because if it wasn't for the broken days if it wasn't for the hard nights how would you have a strong relationship with god how would you seek him earnestly and after we've prayed and after we've we've read scripture and after we've listened to worship music and listened to those motivational 10 minute youtube videos that always pop up on my for you page and things are still not okay don't blame yourself don't lose faith in god but remind yourself of god's soul goodness and that will shake you up and that will revive you. And I can't even verbally express to you how this has helped me so much and how this has completely changed my perspective in ways that are just like unimaginable. And things will be okay. And I know you've probably heard this so many times. I've heard them too. And at sometimes when, I've, when people would tell me that, I would just roll my eyes and I would just be like, okay, yeah. I've been trying to convince myself that things would be okay for months, but it truly will. It's also good to know that um, everything that you go through is never forever. It's truly temporary because even if you were to die today, you would have an eternity of peace in heaven with God. And so, okay, like, end me now then. End me now. Like, I don't mind. God is with you. In those times where you feel rejected, when you feel hurt, when you feel alone. 
when you feel like people don't care about you when you feel like people don't value you god is hugging you so tight and he's saying to you that he sees you because he felt that in the in the most brutal way possible on that cross he was rejected by his people he was hurt by his friends by his close friends that betrayed him he has felt rejected he has felt betrayal he has felt hurt and pain and suffering from human beings from people he knows it best and he understands you and he tells you that it's gonna be okay so if you need resources like therapy counseling that's okay that's fine god can use other people to help you god can use other people to lead you like i had a christian therapist that didn't really work out for me but it was nourishing in a sort of in some sort of way kind of not really actually but it it might be for you so (laughs) all that to say god sees you god loves you if you haven't accepted him into your life please consider i think it's one of the best decisions that i've ever made it could be for you i believe that it will be for you um but yeah see you guys next episode Bye.